Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where we're going to talk about... Today on the news. Okay. Scott just comes up with random things. So we're going to talk about Disney announcing and showing trailers for the upcoming release or reboot of DuckTales. I'm so excited. So many of you can remember that song. They can't hear that. Oh. Yeah. Put the mic down next to it. Oh, if you're okay. going to play it. So, yeah. We're really excited about this. I'll wow. Admit, I listened to this like five or six times. Mm-hmm. Like when I first saw it. I am so excited. So excited. It's updated. It is updated. I don't like the updated version. I like the old one. I like the old. It's still version. a good song, okay. though. You guys can like the old I like one. That's the, I, what I like is the fact that they're using the same words. They're using the same words and they're using the same beat. They've got yeah. a lot more modern undertones to yeah. it. They've got it's a, a lot, lot more, more synthesized. Yeah. yeah, they kept this a lot of the same instruments though. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. No, I, I just like the fact that they didn't say, "Okay, we're going to do a reboot and completely change." Yeah, the the intro. What do you think of the Doctor as Scrooge McDuck? Oh, I love the fact that David Tennant is Scrooge McDuck. Now, or you've always loved that? I, I've loved that idea because he's got a real Scottish accent, mm-hmm. and I know he can act. Now, I didn't like the only first problem I had. I did not. When they did a little teaser showing each one of the voice actors, and they introduced them, I was like, what? No, he's the doctor. He can't be Scrooge McDuck. But there is a preview right now. One of the mm-hmm. scenes is introducing Scrooge McDuck, um, and I think it was Huey, and yeah. like he has a time machine. And oh, it interesting. And it's hilarious. And it's, you hear David funny. Tennant doing it's, it's it, and it's funny perfect. though. But that one's oh, yeah. funny because it's a time machine, and it's David Tennant. Yep. The exactly. doctor, the Time Lord. Um, but no, but he is, does a great job in that. So yeah. I have I have full confidence. And now and I I like who they've casted as Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I like that they mm-hmm. gave them three different voice actors this time yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. Because now they can really have their own personalities and they can play off yeah. a lot better. Now the only thing I don't like is the style of art that they're using for how they're drawn. It looks... Disney's gone to this this look. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It they, looks like Gravity it, Falls. Is yeah, that what it's called? Yeah. It, it's kind of like Gravity it, Falls. It's very artistic. Mickey Mouse and the sh- little sh- Mickey Mouse shorts that they do it looks the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like it. That's you know what my it, only thing that I don't like. It I, kind I, of reminds me of like the noir... Um, 
like the shorts they used to do like back in their early yeah. 30s that's kind of what it's reminding me about yeah. but colorized yeah mm-hmm. so I, I hope I can get used to it but I don't know yeah when I first saw it I didn't like it but I honestly like seeing this intro like I've gotten more used to it yeah yeah, I think I can look past it too. Oh my gosh, they even have the boys, the Beagley boys, or whatever yeah, they're Beagley called. Yeah, Beagley boys and the mom. The oh, what's her name? What's her name? I don't Mrs. remember. Beagley? Mrs. Beagle. Mrs. Beagley. Mrs. Beagley. I think I think it's just Mrs. Beagley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they got Angus. I love it. Angus. Angus is back. I love um, it. And we actually Launchpad see. Quack. We, we've, we, yeah, we've seen Launchpad for a while now, and I'm excited that he's coming back. And I'm excited. Because Launchpad is the best. Are they going to yeah. bring back Gizmo Duck? They better. There is someone did announce that they Lathering were Gizmo Duck online. Yeah. So, but they haven't announced it in anything official. It's I just, just want to, as long as they keep the original word, Blathering Blatherskite. Oh, they have to. To bring on the Gizmo Duck costume. Yeah. If they, they don't, to. that's just sacrilege. And then are they going to still have him swimming through a mountain or a giant vault of? Coastal? He's doing it in yeah. the intro. Okay. Yeah. Right. He swims through the coins, and they're they're really pulling more from the original comics. Of Scrooge McDuck than than they are Good. of the the original cartoon. It seems like like even Donald's co- the color of his costumes, the the red jacket from Scrooge McDuck. It's all back from the originals. Good, huh? Like, even the original like... intro is kind of comic bookish. Yeah. Like it has this entire comic book theme. I, I think it'll do. It'll be awesome. It'll do a good job. I just hope they don't one duplicate the old stories. They just do something different. Uh, maybe now and then you could have something similar. And then two. I can get used to the, the way it looks. It just I that's would the only love to see an update of the genie. Oh yeah. Oh wow! I right? totally forgot about the How genie. How could you forgot about the genie? That that was like my was childhood the right there. Oh my gosh! Wow, I'm having a flashback. Yeah, yeah and I, it's awesome. And an I w- awesome flashback. I think they will. I think they'll bring back all the classic characters. I think they'll rehash the original stories, which could be a little annoying. But even watching, like, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Ooh, complete CGI, like, at first I was so annoyed by the animation because it was nothing like we'd seen before. Yeah. No. And even the characters are all different, and even though they are coming back with some of the classic characters, like, I enjoy the rehash of the story. It's a different universe. It's a different world. It's it's a different telling of the story. Yeah. Well, and my issue going to t- Turtles is the fact that they did um, Splinter. They had him be the mutant rat human, like the human turned into a rat yeah. instead of the mutant rat, which is Splinter. I'm sorry. I, I love it when Splinter's a mutant rat, but that's just me. The funny part is I don't remember which version I prefer him in. Just I think again, I prefer him as a human turning into a rat because then he actually learned. Well, it makes more sense why he would know yeah, Kung, Fu. Jit- Kung Fu or whatever. And yeah. why him and the Shredder actually because hate each other. Because they have a really good story yeah. where they're fighting for the True, same True, you yeah. have a point The story there. that never made sense to me was the rat that was mimicking the movements while in his cage. Just what rat does that? And None. reading a, a book on kung fu. And makes reading more sense. a book. What about the movies? Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. why? Okay, yeah. that's why yeah. I prefer that version. That's what I grew and up then, with. Well, no, and, and then reading the, a book. That version too. And reading a book teaches you how to do kung fu. Yes, to a point. But as proficient as those turtles were, no, no. That, that, that's not book learning. Yeah, not but to having, take out a Rukusaki. But having someone that phys- that went through that training that knows and then became a rat made much more sense to me. They wrote that story, the new Ninja Turtles, so well. It flowed the so well. The second one? Sha- Shadows. Shadows. Was yes. I own it. Beautiful. I don't own the first one. Yeah. Yeah. For good reason. Makes and, perfect you know, sense. Rocksteady and Bebop. Oh, my gosh. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that made my day. Krang. 
and the Technodrome. Uh, Krang was good. They bayed. But the Technodrome coming in one piece at a time. Yeah, they kind of Michael bayed that one. That was um, dumb. It's like, oh, wait, we got a countdown clock. Well, he had Go! to get a little bit of his signature in there somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. But for a majority of the film, like they, it was dead on. Yeah. Except for Shredder's daughter. I forget her Yet name. Yet another redhead gone from the universe of uh, film. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> Still bugs me. Daniel's really bitter. About Megan Red- Fox? No, redheads are disappearing. Redheads in comic books, when they go to a TV or movie, are disappearing. April O'Neil, a redhead. Not a redhead in the movie. <laughs> Iris and Wally West, redheads in the comics. Not on the TV show. He's really hurt. Jimmy about Mary Olsen, Jane. not a redhead. Or red, a redhead in comic. Not a redhead on Supergirl. Mary Jane, don't forget Mary, Mary Jane. Jane in Spider-Man, redhead. Not in the movie. I'm sorry, your gingers are. I big. know. It's okay. We'll survive. I'm sorry. We'll trying survive. to get rid of us. Anyway, exciting about the new DuckTales. I really? It blew me off like that. That's wow. Right. All right, moving on. Okay, do you want to talk more about it? <laughs> no, we're moving on. We can give more examples. <laughs> I just, it was the perfect reason to get all upset. And then, <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> I'm done to end this conversation. <laughs> so what are we talking about next? Other geek news? Yes. Should we have a moment of bat silence? Mm. At the same yes. bat channel? I don't want to say a joke. I just want to jump in and say giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> because that's what Quagmire would say. That's what Quagmire would say, but not Adam West. No, Adam West. Uh, that This is one thing I would like to, to say about him is, you know, he, he's probably one of the most made fun of people that have ever played Batman. Everyone's always making jokes about that Batman. And but yet- at the same time, he's embraced that. And he makes fun of himself, which is just beautiful. I've um, never he's seen better anyone. better than Shatner at it. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. never seen anyone that could take it and run with it and bring so much joy to everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean. He's such a gentleman, too. I remember is. seeing him at Comic-Con and everything. Mm-hmm. I, we were at an event, and someone had texted me. They're like, hey, Adam West died. And I'm like, no. He's like the Paragon. So he's like, he can't be gone. Yeah. I didn't want to believe it. You know, and it. You know, he was 88. I mean, yeah. Definitely I mean, had old. a long life, but you know, he, he's been on Big Bang Theory making fun of himself. I mean... A family guy. Family guy. Every episode. Bat, I mean, Lego Batman. I mean, I he, think he was in the Fairly Odd Parents too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, and but he's he's enjoyed it, and he, he embraced the fact that he was Batman. Then people saw him as a joke as Batman. You know, I mean, there's the whole skit on Big Bang Theory where he was comparing that he was a better Batman than than <laughs> Christian Bell, and he's like, you know, uh, it was Harold that's like, but he he brought in the I'm Batman. He's like, I didn't need to go around saying I'm Batman. I showed up and people knew I was Batman. You know, and it's just things like that. You know, and then he just kept going on, and then uh, oh, then I love how they wrapped that up, and they're like, well, what are your thoughts about? Uh, Affleck is Batman. He's like, what's a, what, what's an Affleck? What's an Affleck? <laughs> <laughs> I know. loved him also on his Thirty Rock appearance. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't even know he was on there because I uh, I shouldn't admit to this, but I'm finally watching Thirty Rock. I never have don't, watched don't it until now. And no judgment. And there's one point when Jack is like, I have these lists, this bucket list, and one of them is befriend Batman. Get me Adam West. <laughs> and so like Adam West shows up, and it's hilarious. And it's just, oh, well, that's he's the thing so is it's he, you know. That was the thing. 
I want to meet Batman. It was Adam West. It wasn't Michael Keaton. It wasn't Christian Bell or anything like that. Um, and he, he was Batman. He, he really was. And yes, at that time period, superheroes were portrayed in a corny manner, fun, comedic. I mean, even look at Wonder Woman from the 70s with Linda Carter. It's true. It was kind of cheesy. Captain yeah. America, Spider-Man, those were all done very cheesy. Now we're getting kind of a modern look to our superheroes, but that was Batman. That was really the first Batman. I mean, George Reeves was the first Superman. Uh, but he, I, I think where he failed is he never really embraced being Superman. He kind of saw it as a burden. A burden, and he could never it's move away from that. Yeah. yeah. Where Adam West took it on. Yeah, kind of was a burden, but he's like, all right, I'm, if that's who I'm going to be, that's he who I'm going to be. He embraced it. That's, that's, that's it. And then he kind of, it seemed like later on he kind of got some other some other parts. Yeah, he never became an A-list movie star or anything like that, but everyone knows his name. No, and so. he embraced everything that was given oh, yeah. to him, and he embraced the fans. I mean, he's one of those people where when you met him, you didn't feel like you were meeting a portrayal of him you know what I mean you felt like you were meeting the actual person and what you were seeing was what you were getting regardless of if it was in an interview or at Comic Con or on the street no I uh, and the only other person I've ever felt that way with is Henry Winkler I love Henry oh my gosh (laughs) when I went to go when I got to meet him for the first time you know you're standing in line when you go to Comic Con you're standing in line waiting for your chance to talk and get the signature he, he would be going, working, and then he would stop. He'd look at the line, and then he'd get up. And then he walked down the line, shaking everyone's hand. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I mean, you had that personal moment. Thank you. Thank you. And he goes to the end, and then he goes back and goes standing. And then he knew where he stopped. And when that person was next in line, he would stop and do it again. And wow, it was I thought just, my experience with John Barrowman was good, but that... That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, John Barrowman, another great example, someone who embraces their fan. and you know, I love John Barrowman. I mean, he, the whole time, story. even while they're going, he's he's doing funny things so that you're entertained. Uh, it's just, you know, when him and Steve Amell were here at oh, Comic-Con awesome. and the two of them were getting everyone going back and forth <laughs> and cheering, it's, that's beautiful. That's amazing. When people just embrace their fans and it's not because they know they wouldn't have a job if their fans weren't there. And he's not ashamed of who he is oh, either. Oh, he's not, yeah. And I no. love him for it. In fact, I actually, I dressed up as Nissa Al Ghul from Arrow, mm-hmm. and they had just announced that Raish was going to be on the, on the show, but they hadn't said when yet. So I go up to them, and I'm like, hello, boys, my dad's going to kick your ass this season. I walk off, and they're like, we get it. And as I'm walking off, I can't remember if it's Stephen Amell or John Barrowman. I think it was Stephen Amell. He's like, episode five. <laughs> and then they announced it like a week later that that's when Rachel Ghoul was going to be on there. And nice. I'm like, that's what I love about conventions and about people like John mm-hmm. Barrowman and Adam West. They make you proud to be their fan. Yeah, and unfortunately there are some that don't feel that way. Yeah. But hopefully they understand. So, yeah. so with that said, you know, it, it is sad that Adam West has passed, but he, he, he led a long life. Definitely uh, brought He left joy. a legacy. He has a legacy. He brought joy to many of us. And, yeah, I need to go pick up the missing seasons of Batman that I don't have. Thank you, Adam West. Yeah. We'll miss you. All right. Where do we go from here? Well, we've talked about DuckTales. We've talked about Batman. Nathan Fillion is on Lemony Snicket this next season. Excuse me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yep. 
Oh, who's it going to be? I don't know. That's not, that's so anticlimactic. They didn't say much other than he's going to be on season two. I yeah. love Nathan Fillion. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Even though I hate the show because you have to hate it. Like mm-hmm. the entire thing, like, you know, with the, if you want a happy ending, do not watch But see, here's Fillion. my fear. I thought they were joking. Here is oh, my fear. Is Nathan Fillion's going to show up in one episode? Yeah, you know, much like San Clarita Diet. Yeah. Where he shows up in the first episode and then he's gone. Tasty. I mean, that's. Th- you saw, and all the promos, you saw Nathan Fillion. And that was not even in it. And yeah. it's not even funny anymore. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I dropped out after episode four and I've never wanted to go see it again. It's just boring. I'm betting he's going to be one of the guests, like, he'll be the guest star, like, on two episodes. Yeah. Like what they do in most of their shows. Mm-hmm. Like they have the one Baudelaire relative or friend that takes care of them. And I'm betting that's going to be the part. Or he'll just be like one of the side parts. I don't think he'll be a regular part uh, that's seen throughout the entire series now. Okay. But that's just me being me. I would I like see to that. see him in another lead role. Uh, you know, Firefly was great. Him in Castle, fantastic. I, I just loved Castle up until the last, up until they got married. Eight. So you loved Castle until they forced the writers to keep going with the storyline. Have we noticed a theme with that after last week in Bones? Hmm. Hmm. Or SG-1? Yes. Yeah. Let's it not happens. go there. It happens. Studios, when the, when the writers want to end a show, let them do it. Yes. Please. Well, I think it's better for a show to go out on top than to force it to continue to go and then it just dies. Right. It flames you out. Might, yeah. You get one like, or two good episodes that you're like, oh, well, I'm glad we got that. But then you have to have like the six bad episodes well, that like, go along with um, it. Bones had like three seasons worth of bad episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got to those Bing yet. Theory. I've, I no spoilers. It, but the last two seasons, I have not wanted to watch. I'm about to lose all cred. Never seen Big Bang Theory. That's okay. That's okay. You know, and they're, they're going to another season. Now they're introducing Young Sheldon, a spinoff. <sighs> I don't know. See, and I thought this was going to be taking place at Big Bang, but Big Bang's still going. Yeah, they still have two more seasons, I think, on their contracts or yeah. something. And it's just, okay, once Sheldon hooks up, they all have girlfriends or wives or whatever. Where Wasn't is that this? the beginning of the point of the I mean, beginning? where's the story really going to go now? See, I mean, they kind of backed themselves into a wall. Did. Just because you get married doesn't mean your life's over, though. You're Are you right, sure about that? That that was Positive. the that was the, like the awkwardness of, of the yeah, of the show of them trying to date and failing and and things like that. And now that you have, mo- well, a, same with friends though. Like it was all friends was the same way in my opinion. What once friends Ra- probably should have once ended. Ray, like not Rachel. Once Monica and Chandler got together, the show didn't slow down. Well, oh. it slowed down a little bit, but it did not end. You're right, Their it didn't end, but then they continued. kept bringing in Monica's old boyfriends and cycling them through to kind of create tension, and that was just odd and weird and felt uncomfortable. I really At least w- it wasn't uncomfortable like Frasier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, that was very... But those aren't geek shows. That's true. So, all right. Okay, so geek shows. Uh, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about the Batman nipples. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Dear. This is awesome. So He's very excited about this, Batman nipples. So recently, Joel <laughs> Schumacher came back and apologized for his Batman movie. Yep, that's right. George Clooney, the Bat nipples, and everything else. So here's my next question. Batman and Robin get and such Uma a Thurman. bad rap, but didn't they have Bat nipples and Batman Forever with Val Kilmer? So why isn't that one bashed up the wazoo, too? Well, it's really not the Bat nipples that the problem is. 
the it, whole yeah. story was bad. It was campy well, I mean, to the max and not in a good way. Yeah. Well, it was made to sell toys. Yeah, that's, it really was. And um, that's it was, why they canceled Young Justice to begin with. Yeah. We won't go there. Yeah. There's an, another new news yeah. point. We'll talk about that too. But um, it's. Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy. Bad casting. That was terrible. The Bane character, whatever that was, bad. You know, I know they were trying to... They're pulling in star power, so they pulled in Arnold for Mr. Freeze. (sighs) Those were some of the worst lines and worst writing (laughs) I have ever heard. Worst puns. It scarred me. Oh, and just puns. puns. (laughs) You know, Alicia Silverstone is Batgirl. Again, another redhead. Uh, Well, and she was coming off of her clueless high, so again, another star power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we had Chris O'Donnell as as Robin... He was a holdover was, from forever, though, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, it, w- it was okay, but again, really old, be- uh, really old Robin. Yeah, it was just uncomfortable because yeah. he was like in his twenties, and they're bringing him as Robin, and yeah, he was truly a sidekick. At least he wasn't like a child. Yeah, you know. And then George Clooney. I know <laughs> he was a big name. He had, and everyone was fawning over him from his ER days. What's ER? Don't worry. Okay. It's a TV show. Okay. Um, but he just didn't pull off a good Bruce Wayne or Batman. Let alone, yeah. Don't worry. Sorry, that just shows, that just dates us. It dates us so well. That was a, that was an awesome comment though. What's ER? Sorry, boys. Yeah, George okay. Clooney and, right. and and Goose. Yeah. 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 Anthony Hall. So he apologized, and that's fine. Yeah, so I apologize. So awesome. Now if George Lucas would just apologize for the prequels, we'll be even better. So moving on. <laughs> oh, Jar Jar. Oh, Jar Jar. Yeah. And uh, Hayden Christensen. You know the best part about this is? McKay is not here. McKay's in the time stream and he cannot defend the prequels. Does he defend the prequels? Oh, yes. But well, he, grew he grew up, up on them. them. I grew up with them too, but I ain't defending them. Yeah, well, I like Clone Wars way better than the prequels. Oh yeah. No, I agree. That's because they're, Clone Wars is awesome. And that's because ninety percent wa- of the time. And yeah. if you watch it in chronological order, which by the way, StarWars.com has people, it makes so much more sense. And it actually—I don't want to say it makes the prequels better, but it makes me understand the prequels no, no, a little bit better. That. You can I say agree. that. It, it, I I will legitimately back you up. It does raise the level of the prequels. It doesn't it does. make them great. Here, it doesn't make it them does. great, but it makes them more understandable, and it makes you much with, better. Except for and one, and it also helps and you, you understand. You yeah, Anakin, we won't talk about you one. Feel the character one point. Of no, there's better. one point. Yeah. There's one point that and that disjoints me between Clone Wars and the movies. And that is the difference in how Anakin behaves. What do you mean? Movie Anakin is whiny. He's a Skywalker. Anakin in Clone Wars is not whiny. He's very, he, he, he takes action. Yeah. He's a general. He's in command. And you see a solid character. You see who's going to become Darth Vader, too. You do. Yeah, you but do. You, you, see see it, you see the roller coaster of emotions, and it's, it's, it's very well written. Anakin in the movies is a whiny brat. They should I have mean, had whoever wrote Clone Wars write the prequels. Hey, they are yeah. fixing that with the comics. They are fixing that slowly with the comics, like the whole Darth Vader no scene. Yeah, again, I again. love the no scene in the comics that they just released. What was that, like a Retcon. month ago the Darth Vader? Uh, Excuse me? Yeah. They retconned the no yeah. scene? Yes, at the very yeah. end. I'm going to have to use no! the Google later. Yeah, they, they retconned that. Yeah. 
Um, he still says no. I don't think I can get But it's not this long will no, and he's no. destroying everything around him. Well, and he's attacking the Emperor. And he's attacking because the Emperor. Because the Emperor said that he could save Padme. And yeah. so he's like, no! And he's like, oh, See, that would have awesome made more scene. sense to me if he that had actually done that. That would have been a much cooler that, ending. And that also would have fit the character and the romance, oh, yeah. which, yeah. as terrible as it was, a little bit better. Because mm-hmm. that was the enti- entire theme of that, of Revenge of yeah. the Sith, yeah. was... I can say Padme if you do this. I can do this for you. And I can, you know, I I wish that's how it would have ended. Instead of the whale where he attacks, even even if, okay, the the emperor still defeats him because he's in a new body. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But to see him attack him would have been so much better. Exactly. And And it would have made more sense, too. And then for the emperor to defeat him would explain why he's like, okay, I'm not strong enough. And would explain why Vader is kind of the... The on a leash. Yeah. On a leash because he's waiting but to to beat him and why why spend so much time in the meditation chambers? I mean, in the books it explains it because he's trying to heal his body so he's not dependent on the suit. Right. Exactly. So that he can defeat the Emperor and take over. But his emotions keep flooding back, he keeps he he keeps seeing Padme and then everything just falls art apart underneath well, him. But I wish that would have been in there. Instead, we see the whiny Darth Vader. I no. mean, until Rogue One. Rogue One, we finally see an awesome Darth Vader. Well, and Rogue One kind of gives you an idea of just what he could have done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, let's let's clarify that as the last five minutes. Okay, of the Rogue last five yes. minutes of Rogue One was <laughs> awesome. But Don't choke on your ambitions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they pun in there. Yeah, that. that was terrible, but... When he's not speaking and he's just whirling that lightsaber, let's be honest, yeah. that entrance is the best entrance oh, of any Star Wars and movie. Then, and now yeah. they've kind of retconned and explained why his fight scene with Obi-Wan was not so well. is because he's being bombarded with emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's not at tip-top physical fighting prowess. Why there's so much of a difference between the end of Rogue One and that. Granted, we know why. Because we- originally George Lucas thought that... the lightsaber itself was supposed to be several pounds and so it was clunky which makes no sense when it's emitting a beam of light but hey whatever well, even obi-wan when he's in the bar though like he whips that thing out and just wow, wow, and i know arms gone yeah i will say this about the prequels they get did give us some very awesome lightsaber scenes we saw some amazing lightsaber the choreography is really good that's all thanks to uh ray parks mm-hmm, that explains um, everything but we see those also in the Clone Wars and even some in uh, Rebels. Yeah. There, yeah. There's the word. Yeah, even in Rebels, we see some really amazing fight scenes. Yeah, and we see uh, the Darth well, Vader in Rebels, too. But and again, Rogue One, we only saw that one five-minute scene of yeah. the lightsaber, but that kind of proved to you that Star Wars was not just about the lightsaber either. Yeah. No. Or the fighting. And, you know, and the other thing that I think that they failed on in Episode One is we had a, an amazing villain. Oh my gosh, and she could have been so good. We could have had so much more of Darth Maul in that movie. Had a great father figure too, and Qui Gon. I'm still bitter. I'm fine. I'm fine with Qui Gon dying. I'm fine with. I've accepted Qui Gon's death I, too because I, it put Qui Gon's death was a beautiful catalyst, and I think it really helped move the story along. Okay. Well, and it brought Let back me put the it this theme way. that there can only way. be two. Yes. Right. Let me put it this way: uh, as mad as you are about Anakin's writing in number two and three, I'm mad about. Obi-Wan in episode two because Obi-Wan to me was more powerful than we saw in episode two. I yeah. We saw more of the powerful General Kenobi in episode yes. three but the General Kenobi that I wanted to see was what we saw in Clone Wars 
No, I, I agree. They wasted Ian McGregor as Obi Wan in the first one. I would had, really had, love to see him he come had back. Crappy lines. Wait, the first one, like episode one episode or episode one. two? Episode one. He had because episode one, lines. I saw him as a kid. He was still a junior. He was, a, he was a Padawan. Jedi. He was yeah. like twenty-three. Still a Padawan. I know. I, I feel that he could have been a better Padawan. Like they could have well, used him better. They, but well, they, I understand. That, he, I mean, he dis, he dispatched a Sith Lord for one, but his lines were so corny and bad. He wasn't the only one. I know. And <laughs> I, and again, they had an amazing actor in Liam Neeson, and they leashed him yeah. with some really bad lines. And the midichlorians, ah, uh, uh, yeah. I would so. love to see Ewan McGregor come back, though, for I a lo- story no. between yes. right before we pick up in the in the original Star Wars, no, because uh, yeah. that mm-hmm. could be. I would love to awesome. see an Obi Wan trilogy. That would be fantastic. If Obi Wan's life on on Tatooine, because. Uh, we, he's not stuck on that planet. We know he's not just there. I no, mean, there's and, a lot of stuff. In the EU, go on. didn't he have some comics where he would go and mm-hmm. like do s- some sort of like mission? Yeah, there was stuff on the down low that, that happened off and on. Um, or even if we don't get that, if we just get some things that were going on during the Clone Wars. Is it bad that I would be okay if even he had interaction with Luke and had to wipe Luke's memory? Is that bad? Well, I don't we think know it's bad. He had interactions with I Luke. know we had interactions, but it, would it be bad it, to have actually Luke take part in the story and then he actually sees a little bit of Anakin in him and then he has to, you know, force, like, wipe something? I, I, I don't know. Are you trying to wipe something from me right now? Yes. I mean, I'm just I, saying, I could see like, that. I, 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 I would be okay with that. Like, but I know I, it kind of messes I, with... I could be wrong, but something is... I believe there is a story where a young Luke goes out. Yeah, there and is. Obi Wan has to save him. And, yeah, but there and there is some interaction. There. Well, and there, there has is interaction to be. There? I thought that Luke didn't know. Well, he never tells him who he is. But I think there is some conversation. Well, some and they also have to explain a little bit more than oh, he's just Anakin's kid, and that's why I have to protect him or tutor him or just something. Well, it's I more mean, than just his failure. Well, it's it's that, and he's pr- try, he's protecting him from the Emperor to make sure the Emperor doesn't find him. Yeah. I mean, there is that. Um, but, the, the, again, it's so weird that they placed him on Tatooine. I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it is I a mean, bit maybe, weird. I mean, maybe, yes, because Anakin would never want to go there because that's where his mother died. Yeah, but... They should have rewritten it in episodes one, two, and three. Like, it just didn't make sense leading up to that location. Yeah, it, it, it didn't. I mean, oh, we're going to go leave the boy with his aunt and with his family. And I will stay behind and watch over him from a distance. Yep. Because they didn't really allude to why he would feel that responsibility other than the fact that Anakin wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, they lost an opportunity for a they good did. father they, figure. They did. There was some really good... Oper- well, there's a father figure that stuck around, but... Died. Not really. Died? <laughs> <laughs> Died in yep. the very first real movie that we ever got to know. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I think that's the reason a lot of us were really excited. Like, I know for me, like, it wasn't the fall of Anakin that I was excited about for episodes one, two, and three. It was the, the joy of watching Obi-Wan's experience. Like, seeing General Kenobi, like... I actually, for three, I was excited for that battle. I really wanted to see that battle. And it was both good and bad at the same time. It was good until Hayden Christensen talked. Isn't that how all the movies were? Yeah. Um, But the ending left me a little bit wanting a little bit because it was really weird. I've got the high ground. That 
that was just dumb. high ground. High I mean, ground. That was just really dumb. High ground. To end it that way. I mean, I don't know. High ground wins. I know high ground normally wins. I get the high ground. Because it's I easier win. to block. It's easier to block. It's easier to defend. That basically, basics, that makes sense to me. But the whole, why would Anakin attack like he did made no sense. Even if he was going through all the emotions, it doesn't make Even any sense. Even if he was going through the emotions, he was a he was a tactical general during the Clone Wars. He was smart. He was a powerful Jedi. I'm sorry. And the beginnings of You're the Sith Lord. You're underestimating his power, Daniel. It just made no sense for him to do this weird flip that Obi-Wan could easily dispatch. It was dumb. Yeah, it was very It, it was very anti Yeah, you it stole was. my word. I'm sorry. Here, go ahead. I mean, that was... A, that it's it really gone was. now. You stole the force from me. Yep. You had to know that was coming. Yeah, I liked it. So, and, and then the whole Padme thing. We I'm won't sorry. go there. I mean, yeah, I know there's that rumor or that fan theory that... Oh, the, that her larynx was crushed? Well, no, that the Emperor was actually pulling her life essence out, away from her and infusing it I haven't it heard into, that theory. Uh, it's out on the internet. The, the Emperor was p- pulling her life essence and putting it into Anakin to heal him. That makes no sense. Well, it does make sense because that makes well, that's why the droids were like, there's nothing wrong with her, but we're losing her. They, I can't explain it. And why up until the last second, Anakin says, but I could feel her. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Which would work. Okay, now that you're explaining it, that makes sense. Uh, which but when work. you need to explain something like yeah. that. But that's, you, the, but that's the thing is, why? I mean, much like, no, and he attacks the Emperor, why wasn't that included? That would have made the movie... And it would have been themes, that so hard to show, too, because yeah, you could have no. had like a, a dark, you know, the like a deep yeah. bass, have the Emperor like just close his eyes and like even just a yeah. little shake of his fist and then even well, show or Padme even, go... Or even, <gasps> seeing, or even seeing like... Something lightning. going off of his hands yeah. and into Vader. Because we kind of see that. Yeah, I mean, but the well, whole... standing there. The yeah. whole, she died of a broken heart, just, I'm sorry. She has two children. She's not going to die because Anakin betrayed her. She would want to protect the child, th- these two children of hers. Instead of just, I died of a broken heart, deal with my kids. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I know, I know. But it's just, with as much as George Lucas has tampered with 4, 5, and 6... We can tamper with this one, right? Only if they let us refilm yeah, certain not things. Not according to Hollywood. Yeah. All right. Speaking of which, let's go find the Phantom Edit. Yay! Wait, what Phantom Edit? You haven't heard of the Phantom Edit? It sounds familiar. There's a rumor on the internet. Someone edited out Jar Jar Binks, and then they changed all the alien language to actually be alien, alien language like it was in the original pr- uh, trilogy. Wow. They did Ooh. other edits to make episode one good. Well, go take a look at that. Was it possible? I don't know. I never saw it. We'll have to go look for it. Uh, or On you can the dark go look for it. So with that said, we're out of time. But uh, real quickly, um, Young Justice Season 3 is so coming. So exciting! Uh, go take a look for it. Take a look for uh, DuckTales. Pick up some old Batman TV episodes. They're on sale on iTunes. And with that said, we'll catch you next time. woo